Hi, friend. And welcome to this bonus episode of Chat Room, The Radical Fairies. For the next four episodes, me and my guests, Day, AJ, Ben, and Chris, talk about this group that we share in common called The Radical Fairies. So I wanted to hop in and make this episode to give you a little context about the group. This story that I'll be sharing is from my own personal experience of the Radical Fairies that dates back to my introduction in 2016 in Los Angeles. Now, the fairies like anonymity, so I'm not going to share with you any locations or real names. I am going to give you a little tagline of history at the end, but not any sort of deep dive. So here we go. Are you going to gathering? They asked. Chatter like bees buzzing passed around the connecting blankets where we sat in Echo Park, Los Angeles. Of stories of past gatherings, who did who on the knoll, and who came from Chicago, from Portland, and from New York. That spectacle of a community meal now serving hundreds. Oh, and that one time, that fairy wearing a gown of burlap and five nested wigs who entertained the diners and horse tranquilizer as they pushed around a mystery stew and a cake made from bulgur, tahini, and raisins. Are you going to gathering? I, I mean, I could. It both intrigued and affrighted me. I mean, I adored these people gathered at these Park Wednesday Friends Days, while the idea of large social assemblies made my critic smack their lips at the opportunity of self-judgment. Let alone a soiree some 300 queer fairies deep on a seven-days-long stretch— described for unbridled wildness in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. Are queers allowed to frolic in Appalachia? There were so many unknowns about this gathering. But these folks were going, and I could see they bristled at the excitement of a spring adventure far from the Los Angeles traffic. I was given certain tools and tips to prepare myself for the Radical Fairy Gathering by my friend Doug, who was known as Hyacinth in Fairyland. A list of packing must-haves, essentials, and conveniences, which seemed to communicate that even though one is camping primitively, one must have the right frock for a themed communal dinner, or a Sunday tea dance, or an orgy or something called the Miss Goat Barn pageant. Suggestions for travel, including how a red-eye flight has worked towards some travelers' advantage, as they could sleep on the way and be bright and ready for that first day of mythic entry. An asterisk, demarcating a note to send an email with flight itinerary to someone named Synergy the Travel Queen so that a caravan from the airport to the mountain could be arranged. Oh, there was also a PDF with instructions for anal douching. Hyacinth conveyed that since there were about 50 ferries to an outhouse, one had to get crafty for backwoods butt sex. For myself, limiting the menu of potential play for a week seemed the most sanitary option. 
As I was going to gathering for the first time, friends suggested a group excursion to downtown LA's Santee Alley, where we parsed through lanes of questionable fashion, fabric stores, wholesale jewelry, and other bric-a-brac for an event list that included Miss Goat Barn 2017, The No Talent Show, A Thousand and One Arabian Nights of Fisting, Gold, Gold, Gold! Exclamation point. Fats and Femmes, Tie Me Up Thai Food, and Dolly and Denim. How was I going to drag this all onto a flight? Chris, who went by Skittles on the mountain, texted a photo of their packing situation. One hiking backpack, the height of the Tower of Pisa, with items protruding in every direction. Hyacinth, on the other hand, sent a photo of one duffel, and not one, but two large rolling luggage. Was this backwoods sensible? Maybe not, but befitting of their chosen name. I myself was stuffed to the brim with one roller, a backpack, and a six-person tent which weighed nearly 30 pounds. Each additional item I packed was one more thing to save me from impending performance anxiety. You know, the type of anxiety that ensues when your social anxiety is already at work. So you have to work at performing it away so no one will see, while the self-critic demands a better performance. That red eye was brutal made more brutal by the red eyes I had coming in, the bottle of wine I drank before boarding not doing its job to put me to bed. Not only did I not sleep, but I passed right on through to hangover, and now the only option was to be sick until I could get a bit of food and ibuprofen or just drink more wine. There was the Synergy fellow right outside the gate, with the caravan and... Two other fairies that I didn't recognize, who greeted with hugs and names not assigned at birth. On the way, we stopped at a big chain store where I bought a pillow and two gallons of water. I drank one gallon on the way. After riding a dirt road for what seemed like hours, we pulled up to a rickety metal gate, which swung open at Synergy's pulling of a knotted cord and a man wearing no more than a silk scarf chased away goats from making an exit. A little further in, then we pulled up to a large barn sitting in the middle of the road. Among other scattered wooden and stone structures, what seemed built by the people who occupied this land some many years ago. And there was a sign to let us know we arrived at the fairy sanctuary. Welcome home. After a long day, evening came, and with it the moon and the stars, and greeting friends old and new with hugs and kisses and washing each other's backs under the outdoor shower, while a group of young fairies practiced yoga naked nearby. And some others were sharing a joint, while painting sets for a performance that was to happen tonight on the grass knoll. The perverse darkness enveloped entire stretches of these woods at night, where tent villages seemed to rise in a day, lining passages and lanes named after fallen divas. 
and with night came soundings of the conch and the gathering of community for something called a heart circle. After dinner was a dessert of magic mushrooms and LSD, which was when the forest came alive with bad fairies and lovers, bonfires, drumming, and riffs on pagan rituals. As I tripped through the woods, broken off from the group I knew, I felt the spectral colors emanating from strings of green, blue, pink, purple, rose lights draping among the tree branches, warming my face and hands. Being lost in the woods wasn't nearly as scary as they said when the woods were full of familiar faces, both unknown and known simultaneously. Welcome home. We are the weavers. We are the web. We are the flow, and we are the ebb. This is what we chanted on the 1st of May, dancing, weaving ribbons around the Beltane maypole. Gay activist Harry Hay and his partner John Burnside are the ancestors of the radical fairy movement. The first-ever Radical Fairy Spiritual Conference in the late 1970s gathered nearly 200 gay men from across North America to remote Arizona, where they practiced the tenets of radical gay liberation, gayness as spiritual calling, shared consensus, and free love. Today, these sanctuaries exist all over the world. Although the beginnings may have been centered around white-bodied cis men, what I experienced that first year was intersectional bodies and identities sharing space together. It may not be utopia, but it is a place where some of us queers, from time to time, are welcomed home by our chosen family. Do you have any questions? Feedback? or want to share a story about reconnecting, you can drop me an email at imissyoupodcast at gmail.com. Find and follow the show on Instagram at imissyoupodcast. I Miss You is hosted, edited, and produced by me, with lots of help from the universe. This episode was recorded at House of Pod in Denver, Colorado. Our podcast graphic was designed by Ian Slarsky. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and show some love with lots of stars. It really helps. If you would like to support I Miss You, as well as get additional content and access to our members-only Facebook group, where you can connect and share with other listeners, consider subscribing to Patreon. You can find a link to Patreon in our Instagram bio, or at our website at imissyoupodcast.com. And finally, reach out, connect, and spread the love by telling all of your friends about our show. Till next time, new friend.